0: Hi, everyone, and welcome to Televisions, the podcast, an audio companion to the Televisions website and a show made by Anglophiles for Anglophiles. I am Lacey Milas, and if you say that three times fast, I will appear in your window like Bloody Mary. (laughs) Not really, (laughs) but I just felt like I really, like, ripped that off super quickly, but that is my name. And (laughs) this is going to be a weird episode. We've had some technical difficulties. I am on my second cup of coffee. Thank goodness, my co-host and partner in crime is here to help me through this. Say hi, to Miss Annie Bundle. Hello,
1: hello. How are you today? Other than the fact that, like, we've already had like several crashes and things that we are, yeah, not this fun. is a
0: day. <laughs> Our computer's very much would like to be excluded from this narrative. Is Seriously. what is what I'm
1: saying. <laughs> I blame um, the updates.
0: Right? Like <laughs> ugh. And I'm sorry to everyone who listens to us on Apple Podcasts. My phone auto updated last night, so I got the new Apple Podcast and it is freaking terrible, even though it is my podcast app of choice. I have not actually looked at it yet.
1: Um I, I will soon and I'm <laughs> probably gonna be pretty sad.
0: It's like impossible to figure out how to download or delete something. I don't know like what I've downloaded or what I haven't. Like Ew. if it's upda- I don't know. It's just really unnecessary and again i feel like i ask this question every day of a variety of products but if you are making a thing for other people to use you should use that thing yourself mm-hmm. and see what it is like because there are a lot of people who make a lot of products i use that don't use those products
1: yeah that's very very true so um other than you know grumping about you know apple updates uh, what are we talking about today
0: uh we are talking about um okay technically this episode is going to be about i have to say this very slowly because it's like the joke of the title is that it's so close to the other one ms fisher's modern murder mysteries which is an acorn tv show that is a spin-off of Miss fisher's murder mysteries who you know it's set several decades earlier they're ms Fi- oh I was trying to say it Ms. Fisher versus Miss Fisher. Mm-hmm. Ms. Fisher is the modern version who is the niece of Ms. F- Ms. Fisher and set in the 1960s, so it's several decades after Franny. Maybe we should just call them Franny and Peregrine because like, I'm going to mess up. I think
1: that's probably a really smart way to deal with it.
0: Okay, we're going to be Phryne and and Peregrine. Yeah. Peregr- peregrine like the falcon yes yeah?
1: peregrine like okay. the falcon so um just to sort of like set the stage for people who might not actually be into miss fisher um though i sort of feel like everybody who sort of reads televisions is a miss yeah, i mean
0: i even like miss fisher yeah. and i yeah, we all know i'm not a mystery person but she has she's gorgeous and has great clothes and is feminist so that's enough for me
1: yeah. Um, so the original series uh, debuted on uh, Australia's ABC back in 2012, and it ran for two seasons of 13 episodes each. And then it wasn't doing all that hot in Australia, um, though it was sort of a cult favorite um, and ABC canceled it. Um They then uncancelled it after there was sort of a fan movement. You know, nerds got involved and basically said, don't you dare cancel our show. Um, I love nerds. um, Also, because by that time, Miss Fisher, um, the original, the 1920s. Friday version, had started to air on PBS here in the U.S. and over in the U.K., and it was actually building a pretty decent sized, small but loyal fan base. And so there was a feeling that, well, if we if we do make a third season, maybe it will catch on over here and we'll get a big, you know. It'll, it'll get big. So they did a third season of eight episodes. And unfortunately, no, the ratings weren't good enough. And they basically sort of, they never actually canceled canceled it. It just sort of never made a fourth season. Um, by that time, this was 2015 PBS ha, uh, do, was at the time, and I think still does. All of its programs sort of go to uh, feed into Netflix on second run, and so by that time, all three seasons had reached Netflix, and the show basically blew up here in the U.S. and um, more, and and I believe also in the U.K. though not quite to the same extent, and it, it, it had become like a really really big show, and. People wanted like more, but Essie Davis had sort of moved on. She was in Game of Thrones. She had moved to London. Um, there really wasn't like the eager push to do more seasons down under in Australia. So basically two things happened. One, the writers of the original Miss Fisher's Murder Mysteries, Deb Cox and Fiona Egger, uh basically pushed to make a Miss Fisher movie sort of as a capper to the television show that might even, you know, extend into like a trilogy if possible. Um, and ABC was sort of into that, but they didn't really think, they weren't really sure if there was really, you know, interest in that. And what ended up happening, it was in order to basically convince ABC that this was a worthwhile project. They started a, um, a a um, 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 um a fundraiser what what do you call the
0: the um, oh it was a kick it was a kickstarter it wasn't
1: it wasn't actually on kickstarter but it was a kickstarter clone um i just can't think yeah. of what it was called um and we have
0: it, a lot more we have a lot we go into this this whole funding process the movie a lot more i just realized we did a whole episode on we, we
1: did we did the a whole Fisher movie we did and um so at the time like that made that was you know a big deal um, but at the same time, that also still didn't leave them a TV show to put back on ABC. Like, yeah, we have now a fan-funded movie coming out, but, you know, TV still needs something. And so there were sort of these rumors going around. Maybe they'll do, like, a Miss Fisher, like, you know, prequel. You know, at that time, Endeavor had, you know, become really big. They were doing The Prime Suspect, 1973. So there was sort of a, 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 a maybe we can do, like, you know, a Miss Fisher pre pre prequel of Murder Mysteries. But the fact is is that you know if you've watched the three seasons of miss fisher you know that there really isn't any material for a prequel we've gone over all of it like we really have there's nothing there's nothing really left
0: um like basically the prequel to miss fisher is like miss scarlet the duke
1: Right, like it just like there just really isn't a, a, a there really wasn't material to do that, um, so instead what they decided to do was do the 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 other way. Let's make a sequel, and therefore Miss Fisher's Modern Murder Mysteries was born. And the idea is that they basically came up with a, a, Franny has a half sister Annabelle who is the result of a affair the Baron had, um, and. Uh, Annabelle has had a daughter, Peregrine, and Phryne, like, she just never knew that she even had an Aunt Phryne, so that's why we never saw her in the original series. And basically, when Phryne disappears in, like, an airplane, sort of Amelia Ear- Earhart style, all of her things, her clothes, her amazing house, her amazing car, all of it goes to Peregrine. And basically... The, the thing about Miss Fisher's modern murder mysteries is that Peregrine is, you know, when we meet friday she is like in her mid-30s. She is a confident woman. She has been through a lot. She has all her baggage, but she has her baggage neatly stashed in a nice little carry-on that wheels, that wheels along behind her. Like, she is in charge of her life. Um, Peregrine is much younger. She doesn't really know what to do with herself. She can't really hold a job. She's not really, she's never really settled anywhere. She has, like, a plant that she takes care of, and that's about it like that's, that's all she can sort of handle and so being sort of dumped into this this world where she suddenly owns a house and she has an amazing car and she has all this money she basically is like well you know being a private detective sounds pretty fun I'll do that and all of Phryne's friends especially um, Bertie Burnside um, who's played by Catherine McClennance, is sort of horrified by her right like they live in Miss Fisher's old house and they which has become quote unquote the Adventuresses Club and they're, they're all, they, they're very down on Peregrine. They don't think that she has earned the right to be an adventurous or to do anything, walk in her aunt's shoes. So season one was a lot about Peregrine sort of finding herself and finding like her voice and her footing and discovering that she's actually a very good detective and that this is sort of like her calling. And meanwhile, all of the friends of uh of Phryne, this kind of older set of women, including Bernie and Violetta, and uh, they, and I believe Samuel's another one. They, they all sort of like accepting her, and they sort of take the roles of that sort of found family that Fisher was surrounded with in the original series. Um, she also meets Detective James Steed, who is the detective sergeant, and in the same sort of way, she and Steed sort of um, find this. Like, you know, will they or won't they sort of relationship in the same way that Franny and Jack had. Um, And by the end of, you know, four feature length episodes, we basically sort of had like a new version of the show. Unfortunately, it didn't do all that well in Australia either. And ABC was kind of like, eh. So Acorn stepped in and decided that, you know, Miss Fisher is important enough to this streamer that we're going to just do it. Screw you. And so this is actually this season of Miss Fisher's Modern Murder Mysteries is actually the first one produced by Acorn and is sort of I feel a little bit like there's been some changes to it as it's moved production house from 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 Australia to Acorn. Um, For one thing, I I know this is going to this sounds silly, but. The original title of Miss Fisher's Modern Murder History is like stylized it with mod, you know, so heavy on the... Uh, I
0: hated that so much. I thought it was so pretentious and unnecessary, not to mention just like a pain in the butt for anybody who writes about the show.
1: Yep. And thank God that went away. <laughs> um, And honestly, like, you know, it's a, it's a dumb little thing, but thank God that went away. Um, Another thing is that the episode... Uh, are not feature length this time. They have gone back to 44 minutes, which is the original length that the Miss Fisher, the original Miss Fisher Franny episodes were. It's also eight episodes instead of four. So it's still the same amount of content, just spread out better and paced so much better. And, and I I, I mean, I, I didn't hate the feature length episodes because I'm sort of used to that with like Endeavor and so forth. But honestly, like once I tuned into the second season and like I saw the first few episodes that they'd given us for preview, I was like, oh, my God, it's so much better as a 44 minute show.
0: Well, like the thing is, is that this isn't like and I, I don't mean it, this isn't a sound like a criticism and I don't really mean it as one. But um, when you have a feature length episode, it sort of is it it makes the, the sort of mystery take center stage in a way that it doesn't necessarily have to in a 45-minute show. Because I sa- I've said this to Annie a couple of times off the air, is that I can really watch the show as like a background show, which I know doesn't make like a ton of sense since it's technically a, I'm making air quotes, murder mystery. But like the mystery part is not that important to me. And it's not actually that important to the rest of the show. So I can kind of tune out to like, a lot of the specifics of the crime and just enjoy the character stuff in the great clothes and and Peregrine being kind of adorable and not have to pay that much attention to it because the mystery is something that exists because the show has mysteries in the title.
1: I, I would definitely say and this was true of uh, this was true of the original show, too. You know, we, we've talked I know I've said this several times on podcasts when we talk about mysteries. There's two kinds. There's the kind that's mystery forward, which is like your endeavor. And there's kind of mysteries because this is what these people do for a living, which is sort of Grant Chester. And I feel like Miss Fisher and now Ms Fisher are both shows where it should always be the latter. Um, and I feel like the first season with Peregrine was definitely more of the former, but it was also partly because it was so like necessary to her character growth to find herself in solving these mysteries.
0: So it made because it, I feel like if you're gonna if you're gonna have a mystery that takes ninety minutes to solve like you've definitely got to have some red herrings and some fake outs and some mistakes and some whatever whatever so you actually really do have to like pay attention to that otherwise the ending won't make sense like none of the none of the mysteries in this show are particularly like i mean we'll get to this in a second some of them are weird <laughs> but they're not like they're not like you know it's not it's 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 not like Hannibal Lecter challenging you know what i mean mm. like they they're pretty straightforward and simple and I mean, you know, that was, but that was true of the Friney, well, of the Friney episodes. Like this
1: is this this is not a hard show to watch. It's not supposed to be a hard show to watch. It's supposed to be a show where you're cheering on the 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 woman who is, you know. Uh, who is trying to solve the crimes? And you're loving the outfits that she's coming down the stairs in, and you're 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 bathing in the you know will they or won't they of Franny and Jack. And I feel like I, I feel like that was the whole point of of the original Miss Fisher, and it's part and it's why it appealed to people so much. As you said, like I I can get behind her being feminist and solving crimes. I'm there for that. Um, and
0: you know the thing about yeah, and like I really could not. I don't think. I'm thinking and I'm trying to be like, what I'm, I'm trying to think if there was like a marquee case or something that she had or if I could even like super remember a lot of the cases she solved. And I can't Um, other than the the
1: third season arc with the father. Um, that, oh, yeah. Yeah. Like that one. That was
0: a kid. That was like a character thing more than it was yeah. like this person showed up dead.
1: No, I, I would absolutely agree that most of the that most of the mysteries in the first two seasons really don't register all that much. Um, And the third season, because the third season had so much closer to an arc um, that you sort of uh, that they, they, they were a little bit more memorable. I think the one I remember the most is the one where we had a woman who was dressing up as a man because she wanted to fly. I think that's... If I had to, like... Oh! Yeah, like, yeah. I, uh,
0: that's but again, the one. that's as much a character thing as it is a murder-crime thing.
1: Yeah, and honestly, like, part of it is also that, you know, the thing about Miss Fisher is that all of her cases are very feminist. Like they are very, they're, they're, they're women's issues, but because a 13 episode season, everything sort of muddles together. You sort of just got this overall impression that was vaguely feminist and you couldn't really remember like the specifics of each. One of the things I really Mm -hmm. like about the new Miss Fisher and Peregrine's cases is that I feel like they're much more feminist forward as well. Like we have cases that are like directly involving birth control. We have cases Mm -hmm. that are directly involving like uh. In in the first episode of season two, we have this one where basically the woman architect has basically like her husband has taken credit for her entire career and has won all the awards she should have won. Right. Like that kind of like that kind of feminist messaging and that kind of all of our crimes here are because of what society does to women. I feel like it comes off much
0: stronger. Yeah. Like the episode with the flight attendants. Um, Yeah. Or what what do they call them? I don't even know what they call them. In this but it's something very sexist sounding but like they can't get fat and they can't get married and they have to wear these like ridiculous occasionally cringy culturally appropriative outfits like
1: yeah Right, like honestly, like there was so much. These new oh
0: air hosties, that's, oh, that's what they called them, and I was just like, wow,
1: yeah. And honestly, like this is why I I like the show. I this is why I liked Miss Fisher, and it's honestly why I like Miss Fisher. Um, you know, I I as I said the 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 first season there was only four episodes and they were a little long and I felt the pacing was kind of off. But I don't think I realized quite how much the pacing was off until I started to watch season two. You got
0: like the. Sh- Shorter ones.
1: Right, and it's part and partly one of the reasons why it carried me over is it was only four episodes, and they all were so pointedly feminist and so pointedly feminist in a 1960s setting instead of a 1920s setting. You know, in in the 1920s version, Miss Fisher is you know she also champions birth control, but there's no such thing as a pill, right? Like she's championing diaphragms, um, and that's that's very you know we in fact there are jokes about her diaphragm that happen in the course of the show whereas here like it, it, there's so much more to what was happening in the world for women and this this movement forward that there's so much more material to work with and so many more cases that can be so much more pointed um in 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 the choices as as freedom came women's choices only the, the disparity of women's choices and what society was doing for them only gets more pointed I guess is a way that I would think of it um, I also and then this is this is the other change that happened and um, I, at this point everybody's seen uh, the Acorn is releasing it weekly instead of as a binge drop so uh, so far there's been two episodes um, out of the eight that will premiere over the next two months um, and in the in the opening episode, we have Peregr- Peregrine and, and Steed are they they uh they're doing it right
0: like there's 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 nothing in their way and they are like and that is that- they get, I I will say that I was a little shocked. <laughs> um, so was I. Not, not just not just I mean again I feel like I always sound like such a weird prude on this show. I'm not, but like this episode is very in your face about let's just call it the sexual revolution. Mm-hmm. Like the murder is the murder of takes place in what is essentially a a sex house party. Uh, there are swingers. Like our leading couple has already gotten together, which I don't, I don't think that I mind. They have they're cute. They have cute chemistry. I don't know if I think they're like Endgame in a Friney and Jack way, but I also it I don't know. And I think I think I think the Friney Fisher show trained me to sort of expect them to be more of a slow burn than they are here because like Friday and Jack were very clearly like end game throughout that show and like part of the the fun and frustration of it was that they would come so close together and then no and then yes and then no and it was very will they won't they through the whole run and you knew moonlighting style or moonlighting curse style I guess like they wouldn't get together until the end of it and and I don't know why I came into this expecting that. Probably just because it's like because it was so many. There's so many other elements of this show that are just a direct copy mm-hmm. of the Franny Fisher version, like like Bertie and the Bert and Dot, who are not Bert and Dot, but who are yes. Bert and Dot. Yeah, like it's the same. It's the same show, just in in 1960s clothes. Right. Exactly. So no. Absolutely. It was just really jarring. Mm-hmm. I don't even know what Bert and Dot not bert and dot's names are oh. i just call them not bert and dot because that's legitimately like their role
1: um it, it it's uh in it, it's not actually bert bert is the uh is is one of the uh, um Guys, who? Oh no, hopes... he's the driver. Yeah, he's the, the driver. driver. You're thinking of Hugh. Um, you're thinking of Collins, Hugh, right?
0: <laughs> Hugh and I. Who okay. is the driver? Yes. No, so I, have a, I have not watched a Miss Fisher episode, and I can't tell you how long. I'm sorry.
1: Okay, no. He, he, basically, it's it's Samuel and Violetta who are together in season two. Um, and they have this, and and Birdie is Samuel's uh sister who um uh, is is sort of the odd person out in the opening episode while everybody else is getting together around her. But honestly, here's the thing about. I, I was, I have to admit, I was shocked too. And it's partly because, like you said, like this is such a clone of the first show that to have it suddenly wildly diverge.
0: Yeah, it, it, it is really, you just, you could lay it over it.
1: And yeah, it, it's it wildly diverges in, so, in in such the same way that I was just kind of like, and also because, you know, one of the things about um, Frinny and Jack not getting together is that Frinny maintains her independence by not actually getting with him. She is she is not his little side piece. She is not his assistant. She is her own woman who he is not sleeping with and in this and it also sort of puts him as the person who's holding out like she would totally sleep with him but she knows that he can't handle that yet because he's mm. not emotionally there and so it sort of it, it really sort of it, it a makes her independent and b puts her in charge in a way because she's the one who's not making the move she's the one who's choosing to let him stay innocent and i i vote and it's that's sort of that's part of the slow burn will they or won't they of that show that I enjoyed so much and so to see like Peregrine and C just sort of throw themselves into bed I was like but now she's his little side piece like people already like Percy Sparrow the chief inspector guy already doesn't like respect her how much less is he going to respect her now that she knows he's, he's sleeping with the guy who is below him on the totem pole right like how, how and, and, and by the end of episode one there's an engagement and there's a ring And I know that
0: does seem very fast.
1: And I just I just felt very much like, what is this show doing? Like, this totally changes her position in the world. Like, I get that they they did that also because the second episode is a, you know, uh, a thing where you can't be married in order to be a, a, a hostess and she has to go undercover. So it makes it all very uncomfortable. And I got that. But at the same time, like. Have we not thought about how this is going to fundamentally change how her character is viewed by everyone?
0: Um, I that's... I a those are all excellent points. Not points I had considered because I got hung up in the whole, like, oh, um, I guess they must not be endgame because they've gotten together so quickly and also because it makes Peregrine look so flighty. And I uh like which which could be if done well like a good you know arc for her about like growth and figuring out what she wants and sometimes the first person you fall in love with isn't the person you're supposed to be with forever and that is normal and natural and part of being her age is figuring out what you want out of your life and the world and a partner in it but i don't know I don't know if I think the show is, like, nuanced enough to do all of that. And instead, it just makes her look really shallow a little.
1: And 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 that brings us to the end of no, the shallow second... shallow is the
0: wrong word. Flighty is maybe a better yeah. word.
1: That brings us to the end of the second episode, where she ba- backs out of the engagement and basically hands him back the ring at the engagement party. And, like... Again, Which all I your-
0: actually think which I actually think is really a mature decision. Like it mm-hmm. makes her look flighty because it makes her look like she doesn't know what she wants. But I think sometimes not knowing what you want is an important step to finding it, if that makes sense. Like yeah. being able to say, Wow, I don't know if I want this thing that I thought I wanted anymore rather than just sort of plowing into it and letting the disaster happen around you when you realize maybe it wasn't is is a good thing. But because it happens so like what they get they get engaged and then they call off their engagement in the space of what like 36 hours like but, that's uh, aggressive
1: And honestly like the other and thing he, like
0: buy some land
1: like how is this? <laughs> Yeah, there's just, and like, again, I get all of these things that we're supposed to be making the point that he is basically much more old, fa- much more old fashioned than we realized when we see him fall uh, into tra- bed with her.
0: Traditional, traditional, <laughs> I think is the word. That um,
1: And that he's basically like taking on the traditional male role of surprising her with a farm
0: and so forth. And I like, do not want anybody to surprise me with a farm. <laughs> I'm just saying, I well apparently peregrine didn't either anyway
1: so the point is is that like they don't actually break up at the end of two she just hands him back the ring and says can we just take a breath and uh, i don't feel like i'm really spoiling anything to say that when we get to episode three which airs next week that no actually he's going to totally take
0: this as a breakup um and so now we have it which a is completely... unfortunate because i don't think she necessarily means it as one i think she no, really she does mean this is happening too quickly
1: and so we, we sort of have by default, by getting them together so fast and then breaking them up, we have finally sort of found a way to keep them from getting together so quickly. Um, and I, I sort of, and considering that the problem was that they couldn't believably keep them apart the way that they could Jack and Friday because the times are so different and everybody falling into bed was so different and, and, and the consequences were so different. Um, but Honestly, like it it, it it makes me very eager to see like the back half of the season, um, you know, and and how this will all play out. But at the same time, like I, I feel like this is the first sign that this new show is gonna do something very different from what the Friney Fisher show did, and that it, mm-hmm. it it gives it possibilities, but also I'm as you say, I'm not sure this show is nuanced enough or really wants to be nuanced enough to get into these sorts of things right like i don't feel like this show is supposed to be light it's supposed to be silly it's supposed to be oh my god that dress she's wearing right like that is what you know oh my god those boots
0: yeah you know that's- they are great boots like i love how vibrantly colored everything is. oh my
1: god they're great
0: boots <laughs> i could never wear half of the stuff that she wears in this just because i can't but
1: the coat porn in this show, like when she puts on coats, it's like the greatest thing ever. I mean, honestly, like I, and, and this is this was true. Questions was about true. how her
0: hair stays like that all the time. Like
1: <laughs> nobody cared about the ozone layer. That's the answer.
0: <laughs> that just feels like a lot of work.
1: Mm-hmm. It's kind of amazing how much work she must put into that eyeshadow. <sighs> anyway, um, uh, I. I digress, though I don't, because honestly, that is also part of the charm of the whole Fisher series. Like one of the things that one of my favorite things about the movie is that when they broke their uh, when they when they broke the uh, the 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 top line they were trying to get to to fund the movie, they said, "Okay, if we make our stretch goal, we'll add 10 outfits or something like that. And I thought that was just. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what the people want, right? (laughs) And, and and it is what the people want, and like so, Miss Fisher is giving it to me by giving me like those amazing dresses and matching headbands and matching eyeshadow and and those boots. Um, but like at the same time, I, I, if I'm turning into a show to watch that, and that that is um a, a major part, are they also really interested or willing to go deep? in a way Mm. i never felt that the original miss fisher even though it, it had its darker elements was willing to ever truly go that deep and i'm not sure this show is either
0: um i would agree with that for sure i also think that i don't i don't know there's there's something to be said for for peregrine just sort of staying single and and meeting lots of men and having fun dates while she solves crimes and tries to explain, like, what, you know, what being a lady private detective is in a way that is more than just sort of zingy one-liners. I feel like a lot of the show is really based on zingy one-liners, and I do need it to be a little more... I don't know if nuance is a word that it's going to reach, but just, like, thoughtful in some of those ways. Mostly because, like... For me, it's still... For me, the sort of, like, ensemble doesn't super work for me yet. I think all of the... the copycats of Franny Fisher's show are boring. And... I
1: like Violetta. I think Violetta is probably the most interesting character. I just don't think they do enough with her.
0: No, they don't. And I don't think... Um, like, again, it's like... I think there's a there's an interesting... There's an interesting thread with violetta and not hugh who want to have sex but because like everybody around them is having sex because it's the 60s but she's very catholic and it violates her religious beliefs so he's like what if i just convert to catholicism which converting to a different religion to sleep with someone is not great
1: i mean i i took i okay um this 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 uh I I took his conversion actually happens a lot later and we haven't got to that episode yet where he starts suggesting that he'll do this. But honestly like my response to that was much more of a this is is heading towards marriage kind of thing. Mostly because I think um, when I have experienced friends who convert in in my world it's people who convert to judaism it's it's always in in service of a wedding that is coming like i have never seen i have never seen anyone convert to judaism where it wasn't because their 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 potential spouse was jewish and this had become a very important thing in their relationship and you make
0: you make an important point i think my larger critique of this is not i actually would really love that to be a story i think that's really interesting that people don't do that enough on television to like figure out like what does our what does our couple religious status look like but i also just feel like these two don't get enough screen time for that to be anything more than sort of like throw away haha catholic jokes which yeah. is unfortunate which is, which is what they did with dot for three seasons let's yeah. be honest i, I mean, mean again it's like they took a blueprint and just laid like an etch-a-sketch over it yeah and and it's just like I don't know. Maybe that's just not that interesting to me because I saw this already. You know what I mean?
1: Maybe. I mean, yeah, we had Hugh who converted to Catholicism for Dot, and again, and mostly was played for laughs, and a few times for drama when they would break up when 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 par- when parents didn't approve. Um, and uh, the one thing though is that Miss Fisher, Miss Fisher, excuse me, the Peregrine's Fisher, is that it's even though it's a carbon copy it's a flip on the ages so dot and Hugh were young right whereas violetta is is an older woman here and and who knows herself very well and so samuel is also older like these people are so this is so there's a level where i there is a potential to do more with it and make it less of a joke but again i'm not sure the show is interested in doing that um and I feel like this is also very true of the whole Peregrine and and Steed thing. By the way, I love the fact that they named him Steed because um, when when I was a kid, I absolutely loved the Diana Rig Adventures, and I know that that is totally one hundred percent a reference. Um, and no, I just it just love makes that.
0: me think of a horse.
1: <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. I, I I picture Steed with his bowler hat and his little umbrella and his and his and his very posh accent. Anyway, um, so the thing about thing about peregrine and steed is that it is much more believable that he would immediately ask because that's what you're supposed to do next and she would say yes because that's what you're supposed to do next and then her actually think about it and go wait what if that isn't what i want to do next
0: so weird to me people who like i don't know greg and i dated for such a long time like a long time before we ever got engaged so these people who are like well we've dated for a year we have to get engaged just feel like aliens to me sorry to everybody who did that it's just not well, what we did.
1: no 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 this is actually where you and i are very much alike like i rob and i were together for eight years before we got engaged um so like yeah i again like the idea that you have when i see people who like get engaged after one year i it just doesn't It doesn't take in
0: my brain. (laughs) I I was just always like, you haven't even had your first really bad fight yet after a year.
1: (laughs) Right? Like, you're still in the honeymoon phase. What's wrong? Like, wow, you really want to just, okay, well, have fun with that. I mean,. I, I mean, most honestly, like most of the people Let's who get, like get married, married 80s are,
0: relationship therapy hour,
1: <laughs> most most of most <laughs> of the marriages around me have survived perfectly well, even if they've only been together a year before they like go and spend twenty thousand um, dollars. But honestly, like I, 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 I oh my I gosh, do not
0: get me started on that and how even though I am married, I am still planning my wedding because we haven't had a reception yet.
1: <laughs> COVID times are the worst. Um, anyway. Uh so yeah like back to Miss
0: Fisher. Um <laughs> <laughs> told y'all this was going to be a weird one.
1: Um honestly like I'm not I I I think that the show is finding a much better footing by trying to move away from cloning itself from the original. And the as I said, the Peregrine and Steed stuff does give me hope that we could go in a new direction, and from what I've seen that it, right now it sort of looks like it might um not giving away any spoilers beyond episode two um but i i I feel like this was as much a way to build a a gap between them so that they wouldn't throw them together so fast mm. rather than um rather than an actual you know
0: like real like real breakup yeah or breakup that lasts although i do hope they don't keep going to that well of them like getting together and then breaking up and then getting together and then breaking up because
1: no in fact what, what what i'm kind of hoping is that if we if we really do kind of stick with this breakup for at least the rest of the season, which I'm not sure if that's actually going to happen or not. There's still, I, I haven't seen past episode four, so I don't know about the other half of the season. Um, I if, if we are going to stay in this sort of breakup land, um, can, can Peregrine go date more people? Can Steed go Mm. date more people? Like I would really actually like to see that. I would like to see like them try to function as friends, Who are not going to get together,
0: you know, because one of the because one of the really good things about Franny and Jack, I thought, was that the show did take time to make Jack a person beyond being her love interest. Like we knew a lot about him and his past and the things that he had been through. And and we knew a lot. He wasn't just there to date her or not date her.
1: Yeah, he had a, he had a whole past in World War One. He had a, a whole uh, previous wife. He had a father-in-law. Like he had a real life outside of her, and she went and slept with other people because they weren't sleeping together. Like she fell into bed with like several characters over the course of like three
0: seasons. Um, none of whom were Jack. Uh, I still remember like the hot like the hot tango dancer from very oh, early man, on. That was a really good one.
1: Um, but yeah, like this is this is. You know, I I would like to see if we are really going to do this. And if we if this is just a way to keep them apart, I want to see Peregrine date other people.
0: Yeah, I agree. And I want to see more from Steed because right now he feels very much like cardboard Ken doll to me. Like, I don't... Well, that, that, like, that, he's that's... very he's very nice. He's very handsome. He looks like a cardboard Kendall. too, he does. which He awesome. I mean, and I don't mean that in an insult. The man is very attractive. Like, he's very... He's, like, he's attractive. He's nice. He's, like, successful. He's clearly, like, family-minded. But it's like somebody went down a checklist of, like, the man you're supposed to marry and didn't actually, like, give him a personality. So I would like to see... I would like to see him get a personality that doesn't have anything to do with Peregrine.
1: Yeah, and even though I will say Nathan Page is a very, very handsome man as Jack Robinson, he also had some character to his physical face, which, Mm -hmm. I mean, as much as I I like Steed, Joel Jackson has a very... And again, this is also a product of the the actor being 10 years younger, that there just Mm -hmm. isn't kind of the cragged kind of... I don't know, maybe I'm just getting old. Maybe I just like older men.
0: <laughs> Lacey and Annie's relationship hour will continue next week. <laughs> oh. <laughs> No, but I get what you're saying, though. He looks like he's, like, been through some stuff.
1: Yes. I I, 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 too, prefer my... I prefer people who have, like, you know, some baggage that they've managed to, you know, box up, put on wheels, and are slowly wheeling behind them. Like, the fact that Peregrine and, and, and Steed kind of don't have a lot of that makes them feel more lightweight, too, as characters and as people and as the central of this story, that Franny and Jack had that baggage that they were rolling behind them that weighted them down and made them feel, I don't know, more relatable. Mm.
0: Yeah. Well, and also, I think it's just when you're that young, there's just so much you don't know, but mm-hmm. you can't know what you don't know. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. But I said no like 18 times in that sentence, but... No, no.
1: Franny knew what she wanted in life, and she knew what she didn't want in life because she'd been through it. Mm-hmm. Right? And Jack, knowing
0: what you don't want is as important as knowing what you do want. Yeah. Back to our relationship hour.
1: And per <laughs> and Peregrine really does not and and because they started her so much younger in this, and because season one was so much about sort of this unformed person sort of becoming formed into, you know, Frine into the heir of Friney. Um now there's all this other stuff that needs to be developed and it's not there yet, and I'm I as I said I, this is why I really hope that a the breakup sticks and b that they don't that, that that Peregrine goes and dates other people and that she sort of if she's if we're gonna do this then I want Peregrine to follow in her mother's foot or sorry in her aunt's footsteps. More than we've done. I want her to actually like start to really morph into Friday and really get that baggage and roll that baggage behind her. So by the time we get to I don't know season three, four, or five, that she has the gravitas that sh- that that I am that that is still somewhat missing from this spinoff.
0: Mm. I agree, <laughs> 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 and I think that is probably going to be. Uh, a great note to end on. Okay. We will wrap up a little bit early this week because we never do otherwise. Uh, So Annie, tell the people where they can get more of your relationship advice on the internet. (laughs)
1: No, you cannot get my relationship advice on the internet, but you can read my uh, Loki recaps and Handmaid's Tale thoughts and all that other great stuff over at Elite Daily, where I am a staff writer. You can also read um, my stuff on British programming at televisions.org, where I contribute regularly. And I also uh, freelance around the web, including at NBC News Think, where um, I believe my Kevin can F himself review is now live. So uh yeah, uh, you can read me all of those places and and honestly, if you uh, want to really, like, know what I've been writing, just follow me on Twitter at Annie Bundle. Um, I also uh, am at Miss Annie Bundle on Facebook. And I uh, if you want pictures of my very fluffy cats, they are at Annie Bundle on Instagram. And I did that completely backwards than I usually do. And I'm going to stop talking
0: now. It's because I threw you off with the early ending. Um, <laughs> normally, we're like, oh, my gosh, it's like 56 minutes. We have to stop talking. <laughs> um, I am Lacey MB on Twitter. And I also don't really have any relationship advice, but you can come check out my bylines from Televisions and around the entertainment web or the cute cat pictures of Bakerloo and Hammersmith on Baker and Hammer on Insta. We are, we being the site and the pod, not we being me and Annie, although we are in other places, live on social media at Tele underscore visions on Twitter and Televisions blog, all one word on Facebook. We are a product of WETA, and if you like what we do, you can visit televisions.org and click on the donate button up top to help us keep doing it and support public media at the same time. That is our show for this week. As we head into summer, take care of ourselves, take care of each other, get vaccinated, get your family vaccinated, get strangers vaccinated, everyone vaccinated, so we can have... A normal summer again. I'm getting like emails about concerts coming back this fall and I, I can't decide how I feel about it. So
1: I am so happy. My husband is going back to work.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Well, there's a reason to be happy, but uh, anyway, as usual, thanks for listening and we'll see you next week.